You are now listening to Coming to Conclusions, and I am your host, Drea Banks. Um, Miss Utopia is an essential worker and has been working six days a week, so she is not here. So because you guys have been asking me, when is the next episode coming out? Well, I'm giving you one. This episode is going to be Frankenstein together, and it is made with the help of some of our followers off of Instagram. This is episode eight, I believe. If I'm wrong, fuck it. Who cares? Quarantine and story time. Since I can't play a game with myself, we are going to just jump straight into some questions. Um, These questions have been sent previously that I have not got around to answering. Um, So you get to hear my answers now. Um, Hopefully you don't get tired of my voice. So we'll start with question number one. What is the best sexual assignment that you were given to complete at work? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, So in the past, I've had this old head who would text me while I was at work and give me things to do. Um, I think I talked about this before in a previous episode, but I'll, I'll say it again. Um, so I would be like in a meeting or something and he would text me and he'll be like, go to the bathroom. If I take too long to respond back, he would just call. I'll go to the bathroom and I'll let him know that I'm there. And it could be something as simple as, um, I want you to come without making a noise or show me how wet your pussy is without showing me your pussy. Or it would be, um, he would like text me a body part and I would have to take a picture of that body part. It's kind of sort of off the wall because you don't know what you're gonna get and when they're gonna send it to you. I think that's the more exciting part. You know, while you're in the bathroom masturbating, someone might walk in. That's some of my sexual assignments that I've had. How do you know if a guy is enjoying you or if you have good pussy? How do I know if I have good pussy? Um. Well, first, I don't think that I have good pussy. I think that my pussy is mediocre. Um, Because if a nigga says it's anything more, then great. If it's anything less, then also fucking great. I don't care. I kind of sort of feel like it doesn't matter whether you have good pussy, bad pussy, or average pussy. Um, If a nigga's gonna cheat, he's gonna cheat. Good pussy ain't gonna make a nigga stay. So it doesn't matter if it's good, bad, or loose or tight. A nigga's still gonna fuck. I really don't sit there and brag about my pussy. What most guys do like about me, though, is that I have an experience, or I give an experience for the most part. Um, Most guys come to me because um, they want to be turned out. They want to try some freaky shit that they might not be comfortable with doing with their girl, but will feel that I'm interested in doing it or don't mind doing it with them. They know that I'm not going to run back in tell anybody or you know out them for anything so I think guys come to me for that I don't think they come to me because I have good pussy now if good pussy is part of that equation great shit I don't fucking know if I have good pussy you gonna have to ask some of the niggas that I fuck I might bring a nigga on and let him tell about the experience that I gave I don't know as far as I know shit it's mediocre because a nigga could tell me anything do you believe in second chances do I believe in second chances yes I do Um, shit, I give out more than second chances. So yeah, of course, um, it really all depends on, it depends on the situation and then whatever excuse or reasoning that that person gave. Um, if I feel like it's some type of logic in it or it's something that I would do or they have valid points, then I would consider it. But just because I give a second chance doesn't mean that everything will go back to normal or go back to the way it was when you were working on your first chance. 
So there will be things that change. You probably ain't going to like the second chance because I'm going to have too much of a fucked up attitude, to be totally honest with you. What are your kinks? My kinks. Um, I feel like I answer this all the fucking time. Um, my number one kink is being choked. I love to be choked. I don't want to be choked with one hand around my throat. That that doesn't do it for me anymore. Now you got to use two hands. Um, I need all the pressure applied. I need to feel like you are literally about to kill me and I'm gasping for air. It makes my pussy tighter. It makes it wetter. It makes it grip harder. And it makes the orgasm more intense. So if you're going to choke me, I need you to commit to it. And I need both hands around my neck. Have you ever dealt with a guy who had a small dick? Um... <sighs> Probably. I probably have. I can't think of a nigga that had a small dick that I fucked. I probably did when I was younger. But, I mean, even when you're younger, what you consider small and what you consider big is two totally different things of what you consider small and big when you're an adult. I've seen some small dicks from niggas who have sent me videos of them jacking off or dick pics. But I can't recall a time that I actually had a small dick. Our first masturbation story comes from frigid bitch underscore 69. Playing with Mars was so much fun. There, I have countless stories of me being at work and given different tasks to complete. But I think my favorite one was when I received a text message from him because I would periodically get messages from him like pinch your nipples or play with your pussy. And this one time he sent me a voice note or a text message, I can't remember which, saying you have 300 seconds. (laughs) Go to the bathroom now and come for me. And I remember immediately, like my pussy started, you know, doing that that clenching thing. Like where your pussy has a heartbeat. And I had scoped out the perfect bathroom that no one went in. And I set the timer up on my phone. And I set up my 300 seconds. And when I tell you I came in two minutes, I took a picture, like a screenshot of the clock, of the countdown, and I sent it to him. And he always made me show my fingers after I had made myself come. And for me to taste myself and clean my fingers and show him how well I clean up after myself. (sighs) I'm getting horny just thinking about it now. Those days were so much fucking fun. I was playing with this dom that I met online. And... Our relationship took off kind of quickly to the point where I trusted him with my orgasms. So one day in particular, I happened to be going to work. And as was customary at the time, 
I would let him know when I was getting in the car. Actually, that particular morning, he asked me to specifically tell him when I got in the car. So I got in my taxi and I text him and then he asked me to call him. And as we were on the phone, oh no, I'm 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 lying. I'm sorry. We were sending voice notes back and forth. So I listened to a voice note, and he was like, "I want you to masturbate on the way to work." And I was like, "What? Are you crazy?" I'm like, "The Lyft driver is going to see me." He was like, "Every block, I want you to rub your pussy." And when you stop at a traffic light, I want you to pinch your nipples. So I did that back and forth, back and forth for the 25-minute ride going to work. And somehow I was not found out. It was wonderful. And I loved when he controlled me. So the situation was wild, right? We were engaged and we had broke up about four months before. And I knew she had been seeing the old boy and every morning she'd be in her room. I'd be in mine because we still stayed together. And I could hear her getting it in with him. And I knew he was on the phone because, you know, he was states away. So one day, I flat out told her, I was like, you getting yours, so how can I get mine too? Well, she invited me into the room while she was going at it. And at first she was using nothing but her hand. But man... Eventually, we started going at it, and she invited me to join. She would tell him while she on the phone with him, You want my friend to go with me? You want my friend to touch me and tease me? You like how my friend is making me come? It was wild. So every once in a while, I still think about that, man. It'd be fire. Love the podcast. Hope it helps out. What's one lesson you learned from your past relationship? The one lesson that I learned from past relationships is that You cannot force someone to appreciate the effort that you put into making your relationship work or that you put into making them happy. Most of the time, they won't even realize it until after the relationship is over. And I know it sounds cliche that you don't know what you had until it's gone, but it is true because in the moment, you're thinking off of emotions. And so you only see it your way and your partner only sees it their way. But if you get out of your feelings and pay attention to what they're doing you'll see that if they really wanted to make it work they will put in the effort you also can't dictate or say what is effort and what is not effort if that person is doing the bare minimum of calling or just sending you a text message or making sure the house is clean when you get off from work then that is effort it might not be what you want the effort to be but to them it's effort and you either take it and accept it or you don't and you move on so that will be the, the lesson of my past relationships. What turns you on? What turns me on? Um, attention. Attention turns me on. A sense of humor turns me on. Um, a funny nigga always got a chance. Uh, if you can make me laugh, then you're good. But even though those two are so simple as far as turn-ons go... I get turned off really easily. It can be 
because you breathe too loud on the phone. It could be the way you walk. I might not like your laugh. It could be the simple fact that you always want to FaceTime me and I'm always busy. So I get turned off very easily more than a person can turn me on. What's your type? My type. I don't have a type. Um, I used to be concerned with looks. I'm not anymore, really. Um, if you're ugly, I might give you a chance, you know? As long as you give me attention and you got a good sense of humor, you in there. No, I really don't have a type. I do like accents. I do like guys from different backgrounds and different cultures. Um, if you speak a different language, that's always cute. Um, but for the most part, a type? Nah, not really. Um, like I said, as long as you give me attention and you have a good sense of humor, and I can have a good time with you and you can communicate with me, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm not really a picky person at this point in my life. How do you deal with your problems? How do I deal with my problems? Uh, I don't. Um, and the reason why I say I don't, I feel like a problem only exists when you're too lazy to find a solution to fix it. For me... I always try to find a solution for any type of situation that I'm in, whether it fixes the situation or makes it worse. Um, I still do try to find a solution. Usually, if I am too lazy to find a solution and I do have the problem, I take it to my council, which is pretty much like my group of best friends that I have that are male and female. And I tell them the situation. I lay out all the facts. I lay out my perspective and I let them tell me what I should do, how it should be handled, if I'm wrong, um, and how to resolve anything that I that I have going on. But I mean, me personally, I don't see me having any true problems unless I just don't want to acknowledge that it's even a problem. What do you think is the worst feeling ever? I would say fucking heartbreak or breakup. I think that's like the worst type of feeling ever. Um, because there's nothing you can do to really get over it. You just have to let time do its thing. And I know that sounds so fucked up. And I know people are like, well, that's not the answer I was looking for. But bitch, that's the answer it is. There's nothing you can do about it. It's a, a thing that you just have to deal with, learn from, and just hope it gets better. I don't have anything that comes to mind that could be worse than that besides like a death but I mean that still kind of sort of falls under heartbreak or you know a breakup to me because it's a death of a relationship so yeah I think that would probably be the worst feeling ever what do you see in your mind as being the perfect date in all honesty I want to put in as least amount of effort possible on a first date i don't want to do a face i don't want to get dressed up i don't want to get dolled up i just want you to see like nigga this is what you get this is what i look like i want to be comfortable i don't want to have to like be cute and eat i don't want to have to walk in fucking hills all night long or go sit in a movie where i can't talk to you i don't want you to have to waste your money on this expensive dinner we can just hop in a car Go to the beach at night, sit in the sand, and talk. That's it. Very simple. Like, low light under a full moon, even better. Waves crashing in the background. Me, that's that's the perfect date. Like, it was, a, it was this girl um, that I went to church with. She was, like, fine as hell, honestly. Like, 
she wore this dress one Sunday. I was a little bit younger than what I am now. And uh, she smelled real good that, that Sunday too. But she walked past me and she had like she had this real nice dress on. And uh, she shot me this little look. And like I said, kinda it kinda got me a little excited. I I had her I heard up and like ran out the sanctuary, went back to this fellowship hall, sat in the corner, could have went to the bathroom, but for some reason I just sat in the corner. You know what I'm saying? I just thought like Jack my dick. <laughs> and like this lady uh was going to the restroom and she walked around the corner and kinda and like literally like caught me like holding my dick in my hand. But she didn't know what the hell I was doing because of how I was sitting. So, I mean, that's how I almost got caught. Let's just say I just finished and went on by my business. <laughs> Actually, it's with this guy I've been talking to. Like, we were just telling each other what we want to do and uh, what we miss about each other. And at some point, I just couldn't help it. The tension was just too much. And I had to run off to the bathroom and <laughs> just please myself and release some tension because oh my god <laughs> i was around people and i'm losing my mind at the same time well if anyone wants to try that i'll say you just know how to keep your composure even in the bathroom you never know who might hear you just make sure you can control the sounds <laughs> uh, and take some pics if you can and share it with the person on the other end What's the number one thing that makes your pussy drown your panties? A man's voice. A man that has a sexy ass voice. I can just listen to them talk to me all day and will be turned on. But along with that voice, you have to have words. You can't just have the sexy voice and think you're just gonna say some random shit and that's gonna be like, has my pussy throbbing? I need you to be able to use your words and tease me. The confidence that a guy has to like tell me that he wants to do this or wants me to do that to him even a guy sitting there saying like this is your dick i'm going to fuck you this way or you know whenever you want it you can have it things like that that makes my pussy wet what's the number one trait in a man that a man can have to make you go crazy that you can't get enough of so I don't think that there's just one trait that a guy can have that makes me go crazy. I think it's a combination of traits. Like, I like a guy that is a protector. I like a guy that is open-minded, can communicate well, and just has a confidence about himself. So I think with all of those traits, that will be something that I will go crazy over. But it's not just one trait that a, a guy can have that just turns me into a bird. Like, I just don't see that happening. Third question, what do you absolutely love to do to another person that makes you hornier the longer you do it to them? Oh, second dick for sure. That's one thing that I can do to somebody else that it's gonna turn me on more and more that I do it. Cause I'm not sucking dick for the guy, I'm pretty much sucking dick for me. And I know that that's what's gonna get me turned on if you can't turn me on, so sucking dick. I had a job that used to make me travel fairly often, like short road trips. And just the road on the way from Atlanta to Savannah or from Atlanta to Columbus, the road was gorgeous. The weather was always so nice. My windows were down, window, like the wind was just blowing. I had my music playing really loud and I was just in a vibe. I was in a zone. And what else is there to do other than play with your pussy so guess what i did <laughs> driving down the highway driving down 85 south on my way to savannah 
Yeah, I mean, literally nothing feels more free. I just encourage everyone to love yourself, be free, and take chances. I mean, drive down the highway with your titties out. Mind you, I wouldn't do it in a town I lived in where people might recognize me or know me or follow me home. Yeah, just be free, take chances. Fuck it. Put your titties out. Ciao. Alright, so I had quite a few people ask me for my masturbation story, so here it is. I have masturbated at work at my desk and at work in the bathroom. I've basically already told you earlier in the show about me masturbating because those were my sexual assignments given. So the time that I masturbated at my desk, I was actually working for 911 at this time. Um, and my desk was like in the corner of the room, even though it was the first desk when you walk into the room, it was still in the corner. So no one could really see what I was doing. I had a small little, uh, lipstick vibrator that I would take because I was pregnant when I was working for 911. I was always fucking horny. Like I just wanted to fuck any and everywhere. So I'll be sitting at my desk. I might be on a call. I might not be on a call, but if I ever just had the urge to where I just needed to nut, I was just reaching my purse and pull out this little lipstick vibrator that I bought and stick my hand in my pants and put it on my clit. And I would masturbate while sitting at my desk. Um, there's been a few times I was actually on a call, taking a call, and um, I had to stop um, because I couldn't focus on the call. So I would stop if it was a very intense call. But if it was like a non-emergency call, like a loud music complaint or a dog barking or something that is considered like a civil matter, I would just keep it going and um, I just wouldn't make any noise or I would just move my mouth away from the mic on the phone. So that is my time that I have masturbated while I work. So last week on IG, I did a few polls and questions um, about masturbating. So I'm going to give you the results from that. A lot of y'all motherfuckers masturbate at work. So my question was, where's the craziest place that you ever masturbated? A lot of you guys do it at your desk. And I was very shocked about that, even though I am guilty myself. A lot of y'all do it at your desk. A lot of y'all spend majority of your time in your bathroom at work masturbating. Also guilty. Um, the question is, have you ever masturbated at work outside of COVID-19? And 405 people responded and 79% of everyone said yes. So the next question that I asked was for the men. Um, I asked, do you masturbate before you go to a chick's house to have sex? And out of the 276 men that responded, 58% said no. Um, a lot of them ended up DMing me, um, telling me that it depends on the female. If they're excited or if it's a female that they've been wanting to smash for a while, then they do um, because they need to get the first nut out the way to stay harder and go longer and to satisfy her for her nut. So they will just do it before they leave and go to her house. The last question that I asked was for the ladies. Um, and that question was, do you masturbate before the guy comes over to your house to have sex? And out of 382 women, 71% said no. Most of the women that ended up DMing me from that question, um, they said most of the time it's after the guy leaves, um, they will masturbate because they didn't get theirs. So fellas, you guys need to do better. Clearly that whole rubbing one out before you go isn't working because you're still leaving females to have to masturbate after the fact. Most women masturbate after the guy leaves and most men masturbate before they even get there. We are not on the same page. 
Hi, this is just a reply to um, the story that you guys are talking about. I'm just responding to my time when I masturbated. <clears throat> it was this crazy place. Uh, it was a sauna. Mm, it was so good. I couldn't stop myself. I was all alone and then a man walked in. He caught me while I was just about to have my climax. He stopped, he paused for a second and he closed the door really slowly and just enjoyed watching me rub myself and it was so good. He was just watching me and when I climaxed he I don't know what happened. He also seemed to climax for some reason and then I left. <laughs> And now to close out the show, it is the dating tip of the week. Y'all know me, man. I like the hoes as much as anybody, you know? If you say, niggas say that you belong to the streets, you are the street. That's a fact. There's no way around that. Y'all stop being hoes, man. Like, if you out here and you fucking, keep that shit to yourself. Like, we don't care. We don't even want hair. As far as we know, y'all fucked one nigga before us. We don't, you know what I mean? We don't want hair. We know y'all be fucking. You feel me? Keep lying to us and telling us y'all ain't fucked nobody in three months. So I would like to thank everyone who sent in a story of their masturbating sessions. They were very interesting. Um, I know I was not able to put everyone's story in, but I did get majority of the ones who sent some. I'm probably going to do this every week. I'll probably post a question and allow you guys to send in some responses or tell your stories and add it to future episodes. So once again, thank you for listening. I'll work on getting Miss Utopia on a few episodes whenever she has her off day um, and schedule some other people to come on. So you don't have and schedule some other people to come on. So you don't have to just listen to me talk like this again. Oh, yeah.